There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is part two of a discussion about jealousy on Boys Don't Cry. I'm joined by Tom Green and Lauren Patterson. Right, well, uh, what about, um, okay, so I um, I love dancing, um, mm-hmm. absolutely, first one up at the wedding, last one, carried off, glazed in sweat, cannot keep me off the dance floor, but I make sure I stick to dancing with women over 50, <laughs> other men, mm-hmm. or doing like the circle dance with the kids, <laughs> I have never been, I have never been brave enough. Hey, there's another cool dancer. She's 29, 30. Whoa, who could, who do you want to dance? I just, that would be the last time I used my legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Which is, and dancing is not a sexual act. So I don't understand this. I, I have blindness here. If, if, we're, if we're in a, a club, and I know it's tragic, but I still go out a lot. Uh, if we're in a club and Lin- Lindsay, who is a whole 12 years younger than me, starts dancing with another uh, guy, I find that hot. Not in like a pervy contacts magazine way. Mm-hmm. I just find it, I think, great. There's My wife's hot as fuck dancing with a hot guy at the club. See you in a minute. I find that great. It adds to my night. I'll have a beer and then I'll dance with her afterwards. Oh, what's, the, no. what's the big deal? See, if I clocked like my partner dancing with a girl in a club by the end of the song I would have found her on Instagram and ruined her life like I would have absolutely uh, I think that that would maybe because when it comes to things like dancing in clubs I'm not very confident so if I saw him doing it with someone else I think I'd be like be like threatened but um, again I wouldn't bring it up that would be the kind of thing that I wouldn't bring up in the club I wouldn't bring up in the chippy. I wouldn't bring up in the taxi home. And then maybe like four days later, I'd be like, do you know what that thing's funny? Just... Halfway through a blowjob. Yeah. I'll tell you what's funny. <laughs> Not finishing that. <laughs> oh, halfway through a blowjob. Worst that place to end. Worse. Why did you even start? Um, uh, no. Yeah. Exactly. That's Calculated. the point. So, so I think I know the answer this time. I, I can see your clearly bad boy hip hop move chucker of the dance yeah, floor. Boy. I can see that. Um, but would you? How how would you feel about M dancing with them? We're not talking about obviously 1980s slow dancing, which is and grinding completely <laughs> un, completely inappropriate. But just it, they're definitely dancing yeah. together, but to a club um, banger. And you're sort of like doing <laughs> eunuch clapping at the side. 
it, 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 I, I, it's so weird because it, it lights this little thing. It... <laughs> given, given that you can't get your <laughs> yeah. shopping delivered without turning what do you into Al Pacino, think the I think I know the answer. But... <laughs> um, it's, I don't know what it is because, like, as I say, I'm not, as everyone can probably tell, I'm not very blokey and stuff, and I don't even pretend to be, and it's not like I want to be. But every now and again, there's something that lights a fire inside of me, and I start acting out like I am Al Pacino. Like um, you know, Ross Kemp or something, and I and I, absolutely not. <laughs> and I, I would, I would aggressively shimmy over, and I don't know how that would look, but I, I would sort of come on over and be like, <laughs> you, you, you what? And it, it feels weird. <laughs> what am I doing? Why am I pretending? Why can't I just have a laugh with this bloke? You know, I, I me and Emma very much in love. This is fine. No, it's you'll wake up with a horse's head exactly. in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, you can come up with me and wake up with a horse's dick. I'm and, not. Uh, no, but it's, oh, sorry, sorry. Anyone, my mum listens to this, everyone. I'm really sorry, everyone. <laughs> but uh, I, I just, I, I used to, it's so funny. I even attempted to write a stand-up routine about it, about couples argument dancing. Because what happens is you sort of carry on dancing. Why? I find that really fucking inappropriate. Have you ever seen an argument dance? It's one of my favourite things to see. Yeah. Um, right. There's some more irrational. Now, we, we have, of course, anyone who's listened to the digital cheating episode, I'll refer you to that. We're talking about new technologies and the new way um, men can be and women can be distracted by messaging and technology and stuff like that. And we talked about, we already discussed male sex toys, it, that they don't promote jealousy from a woman so much as disgust and ridicule so we know that yeah. so if you want to know if you want to know lads what girls think if you've got this isn't an actual toy please don't look it up a vagina 5,000 in your drawer um, I'll tell you what what improvement on the 3,000 so. um, but if, if you have got one of those um, you're just going to be laughed at and ridiculed it's thought of as a bit like icky um, they, uh, people can't put their finger on the difference but it seems to be to do with the maintenance upkeep of the object seemed to be what it came down to however what we didn't discuss was the other way round. a lot of men this is so common now i've got a blind spot here men jealous of female sex toys this to me is like you know the way you can make a turkey think that a wooden spoon is a female <laughs> turkey i mean it's so it's so thick i think it's just so unevolved to be jealous of a plastic but i have to reserve that because i'm massively in the minority here massively a lot of guys if they open the bedside drawer and and see you know like a smurf's (laughs) arm big blue dildo a lot of men have a problem with. i mean i probably would compare it yeah size size comparing once you get over that you know, you forget a lot of it is the base that's got to take the, the, there's a grip. If I could just, I mean, sorry to be graphic, lads, but if you are listening, you know, you've only glimpsed this, go back and have another look. The object has to be held. So there's area for the batteries, there's a handholder. It's not all for use. Like I think a lot of men see the whole device and think the whole thing's going to work and then go, oh my God, I've just got an acorn and then feel really insecure and get erectile dysfunction. That, not, not the whole thing's being, but also, what's the what's the problem? Have you ever had a fella that's had an issue with your collection? If you have one, Lauren, not all girls do. No, never been bothered. But and it's also I'm not like an Anne Summers rep who's got like a full on bondage dungeon in our wardrobe. Like I think that might intimidate. Surprising. Some <laughs> like, I guess that's right, don't I? Yeah. Would you like a ping pong ball for your mouth? Look? <laughs> what you can't see is uh, literally like just out of shot. I've got like a full on sex swing. And <laughs> Imagine if someone just moved in the corner in a balaclava and went, <laughs> <laughs> Help me. <laughs> 
It, uh, it's really hard for men to be honest about this. And I promise you, Tom, I would be honest if I if I felt this. I, I, I was totally honest in the previous episode about how I didn't see the problem with having an AI girlfriend on your phone. But all yeah. women see that as a problem. When you've got a virtual girlfriend that goes, hey, Russell, how are you? And I'm like, well, I think that's great. So I was honest there. And I'm honest about jealousy. I'm honest about passive aggression. Yeah. But I just don't. I just I, If I open the drawer and see La Collection... No, I, I'd agree me. with that. I don't have. I wouldn't have a massive. I wouldn't have a massive issue. But like, how exciting! This sounds. This sounds brilliant. Exactly. <laughs> oh, if there's a viewing gallery involved, it's a different thing. A viewing gallery is different. Um, but where it seems to be an issue for both men and women is if it, the sparks aren't going off as frequently in the bedroom, but mm-hmm. yet the sparks are happening with the laptop and I the think, toy. I don't. That's when it seems to become an issue. I don't think I would. Ve- I don't think I'd feel. I don't think I'd feel jealous about that. But I think it would concern me. I think I would be like, why, why is it not working for us, but it's working for you in that way? So I don't think, I don't think I'd feel, je- I wouldn't be like, I'm jealous of the vibrating robot. I would just be like, this, is there something wrong? Is it, are we not hitting it off? You know what I mean? That's, I think there's a very different feeling in me there than when the Sainsbury's man came over. You know, it's a very different, it's a very different thing. <laughs> I was going to say, I had this conversation with someone recently where I've never been jealous of a boyfriend watching porn, but if he was subscribed to someone's OnlyFans, I wouldn't be happy. Now, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. This is really interesting. What is the difference then between um, if, if I'm watching the yeah. same, let's just say for argument's sake, I'm watching the same porn model. I sound like, like a right grandma. <laughs> is that the right word? Porn model. I think I've just oh, that's not right, is it? I just don't want to say girl. It's so, <laughs> so creepy. If I'm watching, if I'm watching the same the same lady doing her erotic show on on, on porn tube or whatever it's called. No, if, you, if I'm if, if I'm watching the, the same girl on you on Pornhub, mm-hmm. so I only watch her videos. Uh, that would be okay. Yeah. But if I then subscribed to her OnlyFans, that wouldn't. Even yeah, though it's still pre-recorded. Uh, is it? Is OnlyFans? I don't actually. Fully know whether OnlyFans is pre-recorded or is it live as well? Do you, the is there live? I'm stuff not sure. I think there might be bits of both, and it feels like so irrational in my head because I like to think I'm a feminist and I support sex work and I support women's choice to do what they want. I support small businesses. I fucking <laughs> love Etsy, but like the thought of like some of these girls like, have got quite big businesses. I know. Like a, a single guy going on OnlyFans, I'm like, yes, you you support local women in your area making a living. But it's like, like, like the fact that it, it being local is fine. Local, T-side's yeah, too local. far, you dirty bastard. Definitely. Have you gone to a smog a smoggy porn actress? It's too far. <laughs> just in the NE radius, that would be fine. I, I was trying to think why it like sets off this jealousy, and I think like if it was me single lad mates, whatever, but I'd, I wouldn't care. But if it's someone in a relationship, and I think for me, it's the act of paying for it. I think that's where right. the sort of line becomes blurred because I'm like, well, I'm all fine for you going and having a bit free porn if you want a cheeky wank when I'm not here, but like actually physically paying to watch someone like be sexy and get their tits out when you can have that for me like every day. Like, why would you th- want to pay for it? This is this you, this is so fascinating. Like, so hang on a second. So wait a minute. So what if I what if your fellow subscribed? I mean, I know no one really does that anymore because the yeah. porns free but now and again when you're watching well, i've heard when you're watching porn and you're and you it, it it it's an edit and goes the full video is available at i don't know massive knockers you know quite a lot about this um 
Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure MassiveKnockers.com is like a type of reference a comedian from 1990 would have done. <laughs> but uh, but you that's that would be if it's just a way you paid for a login and a name. Would that yeah. still bother you as much as OnlyFans? I think it would, you know. And I feel awful for admitting it because I, I feel like it makes us like such a hypocrite and such a bad feminist. Like, how can you support sex work but then be angry if your boyfriend was subscribing to OnlyFans? And it's it's one of those things that I think I need to unpick in my own head, but it just would not. Go subscribe to Gardner's World. Go make any other subscription. But subscribing to OnlyFans, I would feel really uncomfortable with it. I'd think, oh, am I not like sexy enough on the regular like am I not pleasing you like I don't I think it's a very internalized me problem I haven't got a problem with I don't know no I think I think you're probably but I think you're bang on so Tom let's uh let's reverse it now we know one of the most interesting things that's coming up now with big data and the way Google collects data is the stuff that we thought we know about gender and what men and women say is totally contradicted by what the big data shows us. So what I mean by that is, <clears throat> even in anonymous surveys with no tracking, where there's no other motivation other than to take part in the sur- survey, a lot of women still, even now, in, well, this, we're going back to 2018, say don't watch porn when they do. It's like it's like an instinctive I don't watch porn yeah. five times a week button. Whereas mm-hmm. we know from crunching the Google numbers. That, lap, that computers and devices and IP addresses associated with females <laughs> watch a lot more yeah. porn, a lot more <laughs> than they're letting on. Like, uh, like uh, I think it was like ninety percent of men watch porn regularly, eight nine percent, and twenty percent of women. Yeah. That was the yeah. official, and it drops to eight. So the men drop down. So there are men saying they're watching <laughs> more porn than they are to join in with the so lads awful. when they're not watching as much, and. 80% of which is only a 10% difference mm-hmm. in how much erotic material men and women seek out. So we know this is a much more level playing field than, you, than, than traditional society would like to admit, Tom. So that being said, how much resonates with you of what Lauren's just said? If your missus is in the spare sure. room, st- strumming away to, <laughs> to you, porn, is it more of an issue if she then goes over to Fernandez? Yeah, like 100%. Like I think, yeah, I think oh, so. Really? I'm not alone. I'm not I alone. think Thank so. You. I think. Th- I think the thing is right. Is fundamentally, this is like the jealousy thing. It's it's about what you've grown up talking about, right? Like me and my mates have been talking about porn since we were very young, right? As like a group of lads, right? So it's not a thing. Like it really isn't a thing between me and me and the boys to talk about that sort of thing. Whereas I feel, and this is stereotypical, and it may not be true, but I feel like with girls it's just not spoken about as much right whereas jealousy is spoken about and it, you feel so comfortable saying it whereas a conversation about jealousy makes my skin crawl whereas conversation about a bit of porn is fine just because it's been it's been spoken about sort of my, my whole life is there a difference between if my girlfriend watched porn or subscribed to a single porn star one million percent like totally completely really yeah i think i think i would just find that weird that you've you've picked out an individual and gone they're for me i just i don't know i don't know why i just and i think i think fundamentally (laughs) right as you said earlier you can you, you scratch away at the surface of all these things but there are pillars inside of you that are just true and concrete and you try and hide away from them and from jealousy and all these feelings but they are just still there and i would definitely feel weird about that sort of thing if it was like hey i'm having time away from you to go and look at fernandez big balls 
on on OnlyFans. <laughs> I be like, you know, something weird about that. Maybe I want to make Tom big balls and make you look at that. <laughs> yeah, st- stretching your scrotum with a breeze block. Um, <laughs> play. That's the title um, of so- my next episode. <laughs> <laughs> because it would just be packed with men. <laughs> just go, please pick, pick me. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, so I'm a big fan, a typical like sociology student. I'm a big fan of cross-cultural studies, trying to work out what's a universal human trait. And again, unfashionably, there's always more than we like to think. I bet if you go into a rainforest, they've got different standards of beauty. Not really. Not not so with facial symmetry, things like that, things we can check. However, sexual jealousy, although mate guarding is cross-cultural, every tribe, we, an unvisited tribe on an unvisited island will beat the fuck out of you if you go and try and steal their men or women. However... The definition of mate guarding changes massively from culture to culture. What I mean by that is it might be tribal. So if you're the head of your tribe, Lauren, you mm-hmm. would be you would mate guard the men in your tribe only from other tribes, but not necessarily from each other. And the same with the females. So it seems that sexual jealousy, one-on-one, monogamy, is a, is a Western construction. Um, there's loads of examples. Let's go to the Inuit, for instance. Tribal chiefs sometimes offer their male guests one of their wives for the night. Wow. Ooh. With no with, with no jealousy. This shows an upgrade from a chocolate on the pillow. It'd be a great <laughs> spin-off for Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> Share B and B. So it's a Western. It's a Western. It's almost a fetish, like a, a Western specialism. It seems it's definitely evolved quite recently, and we know because of traditional patriarchal power dynamics, it is more sort of men sharing their wives about. But I'm pretty sure there are places where, and in fact, I know there are in some tribes where the um, 
the women share the husbands about and sometimes they don't even know who is the father of each child so that they can do tribal um wow for, um, so that the tribe all have an interest well it's got a survival benefit if you think about it if we live in a tribe of 30 and all the women have children and I'm not sure whose kids are mine. I'm going to protect everyone at all times and we're all going to look out for everyone at all It sounds all points, like a lot so. of Preston where I used to come from. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what does that make you uncomfortable that you've learnt this as a fetish rather than it's not a biological truth? I mean, that really fucks with my head. Yeah. Because it's like when I learn on a much smaller scale that your whatever noise sneeze you make when you sneeze is learned. An actual sneeze is silent. It's just the expulsion of air. So any achoo or any drama noise, you're putting that on. And it makes you feel yeah. like such a fraud, like mm. a sort of child. But you are ch- you are doing a sneeze noise on purpose <laughs> that you've learned, <laughs> which calls into question everything. I mean, it's such an instinctive thing. To, it seems like a small example, but it's such an instinctive, automatic thing to sneeze. And the fact that it's learned but really hold on, fucks I, with my autonomy. Yeah. So to, le- to, to learn that sexual exclusivity is learned, mind blown. But, yes. but I guess in, there's, in those other cultures, we still don't know if they experience jealousy. Like just because they do these things doesn't mean that it comes easy to them. You know, like when that chief gives away one of his wives True. of the night, it, there's no, we, I guess we don't know whether he has that feeling inside of him where he's like, damn you, you know, he's, he... <laughs> the guest is so, they're really laughing in there, the guest is so funny. <laughs> you picked Sharon, I like Sharon. <laughs> so Sharon, did you fucking fancy him or what? I know I've got off with it. You don't know. It just blew my mind. It blew my mind that that, that, that is the case. Um, by the way, um, it does, females are predominantly more associated with jealousy and females mm-hmm. are definitely thought of as more jealous than males and males are more associated with tougher forms of emotion and anger but there's no evidence to suggest that women experience jealousy more there's none so when we attach probes and measure stress responses and sweat and everything like that there's no difference how fucking interesting is that yeah. i do think it's, it's just locking this stuff up lads women are more open about it definitely so like say if someone got a job over me like, not even just comedy-related, like, just general, like, even before I did comedy, I would probably straight away text my, like, female friends and be like, oh, I'm so fucking jealous, like, I don't know why she got it and not me, blah, 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 and I would, like, have it all out. Um, or I might, I would probably even, like, publicly put a Facebook status and be like, oh, I'm so jealous I didn't get this job. But I'd be very, like, vocal about it. Uh, and I find it mad that, like, maybe some blokes wouldn't, would just be like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, that's not an issue. I think... So commercial, commercial jealousy, do you, do you think it's easier for men to... I would find that slightly easier on the lads group to go, oh, Comedian X got a job pr- presenting um, this show. It's fucked me off. Well, I feel ashamed it's fucked me off. I, would fi- mm-hmm. I wouldn't find that as hard to admit, personally. I don't... Yeah. I think I, I hate work jealousy. And that's something that I get... I hate it, but I would find yeah, it easy to I would talk de- about. I definitely find it easy to talk about, but that is something that I've like definitely tried to work on in my life to not have because I'm infinitely so much happier when I don't care. And it's definitely something that you, you can mm-hmm. control yeah. in you as well. And it, you sort of indulge yourself in it. You're like, oh, God, yeah, let's look at them. What are they doing? Oh, my mm. God, I'm so shit. And it's like, you don't need that. You don't need that, man. Like, you can just step away from that yeah. and you don't need to look and you, yeah. don't, need to get, you don't need to get your value from what other people think of you or through what they have, you know? And I, I, 
Yeah, it's easier, it's easier to meditate and rationalise your way out of that, particularly by going, well, look what I've got, look how lucky yeah. I am, blah, blah, blah. That's less That's less easy to do when it's that animal jealousy. Totally. Someone you're in love with. Are you so um, good at, you know, like, if you don't like somebody for no other reason than you're jealous of them, and you'll try and tell yourself, like, oh, no, well, I just don't like them because they were rude this time or this or that, but really, when you boil it down, <laughs> the only reason you don't like this person is you are fucking jealous of something about them. Are you good at admitting that or not? No. To myself, awful. Yeah. I, in fact, now that you've said it, I will probably after this go through and think, is that the case yeah. with some people I'm not keen on? I've never even thought about that until that moment, ever. It's, it's a weird... Re- I had it quite recently with... I'm not going to even say whether it was a boy or a girl in case my mates listen to this and they're like, who are you talking about? But just this person, and I found every reason to pick a fault with them. And then I sat the other day and I thought, I'm just jealous. Like, I'm absolutely mm. just jealous of them and because they're confident char- and... That feels childish, that type of jealousy. I think that's yeah. why there's shame there, because it feels like more the jealousy a child would have in the playground of another child. Mm-hmm. And then almost um, admitting it doesn't make it better, because you're like, oh, well, I'm just jealous of them. And then you think you've got a weight off your chest for admitting it, and then people are like, you fucking it, little bitch. And I'm yeah, like, no, you've, got, <laughs> you've got to process that one on your own. It's why they say, they say you should never go to um, um, school reunions. That's a big one because going to a school reunion, there's all these people who fundamentally were on the same level as you, right? You all went to the same school, you were all in the same year, and it breeds this jealousy because you look around them and people are fundamentally, they earn more money than me and they've, they're happier. And you get that jealousy through the fact that you, you, you view them as they had the same opportunities as you. And I'm a big fan of, uh, there's, a, there's a philosopher called mm. Alan DeBotton who's an amazing philosopher, who's like a modern philosopher, who talks about jealousy and who you're jealous of and why you're jealous of. And he talks about the fact that people are never jealous of the queen because she's so strange. She's rich and she's famous and she has an amazing life, but she's so (laughs) weird. She's so different. So you can't feel jealous. Whereas when you go to a school reunion, everyone's so similar. And that's where that jealousy comes from. And that always sticks with me. Yes. You know, there's been a change in society these days where... People, people think that, you know, anyone can become rich and famous. All you need is a, is a garage and a good idea and all of a sudden you're Steve Jobs. And it's just not true. It doesn't work like that. And I think when you accept that, you right. can sort of deal mm-hmm. with that work anxiety a lot, a lot better. So many of my good ideas are in the garage, <laughs> unused. And uh, so uh, we are out of time and um, this will be a quick one because I believe neither of you have children. No. That's right. No. You have kids too. But you're both of the age where your friends will be firing them out uh, like a Thai bar. Um, <laughs> so, uh, this, and the same with, obviously with men, it's a, a wider range of ages, but with the Lindsay's friends are all of that age. So there seems to be a jealousy, almost exclusively male. And I don't know if you've seen it. I don't know if you've had any friends confide in you, Tom, or if you've had any female friends confide in you that their husbands or partners are doing this. Jealousy of the newborn baby where the, this is, I've been researched loads, but a mother, especially a newborn mum, finds herself necessarily consumed with the child and not giving as much attention to her husband. That's fine, lads, grow the fuck up. (laughs) But the feelings of jealousy, from if if I could just get one message out there to, to the ladies, if you use language like, this is my whole world, this is everything I need right here, Mm-hmm. It can stick in the claw a little bit for a guy thinking, I get that you're, it's, it's a massive thing and you've carried this baby and you've given birth, but hello, I do still fucking exist mm-hmm. over here. 
that you can be all consumed, you can totally love and you can necessarily have a baby hanging off your boob and be and, and be go full um, maternity Rambo for six months. It doesn't mean you have to stop including in that circle of love the dad as well. And it goes wrong a lot. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? How do you I think see deal it a with lot it? with women being like very much sort of like mother, a lot of the focus is on mother and baby, which I get it, of course, you've done an amazing thing, but like that does make sense about the man almost feels a bit pushed out the picture. And I'm like, well, yeah, they might not have carried the baby, but they've carried a lot of the emotional labour throughout the whole thing. And they're just as invested in this child as you. And it can feel a bit like shimmied out the picture, especially if it's a baby boy. And then they're like, oh, my number one man. And I'm like, well, what happened yeah. to your other that, number one man? I don't understand man? that phrase. Why would you ever use that phrase, this yeah. is my whole world, I don't need it. You're basically saying that if I die, as long as I leave <laughs> enough life insurance, yeah. you're fine. That's, bad, that's what that baby. sentence means. Yeah. What the fuck has I, have I got to do with that? When people say my whole world right here, dad should be doing thumbs up in the background. Yeah. Yeah. But he's never in the picture. He's never in that fucking picture, Tob. And it doesn't, I don't mind. Lindsay is not like that. I'm very lucky. But I get angry on behalf of other fellas. Have you got, how many of your friends? None of my mates your group? are dads. And no, I'm twenty. I'm really? twenty-seven. So really? none of my mates are dads, and only a few of. You can tell you're not working class. The more <laughs> working class you are, you, you'd be like, if Lauren, you're from a working class background, you'll be one of the last. My mates are on their second and third kids, and <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just turned twenty-seven. Yeah. You're fucking called Grandma Lauren when you go home. I've got a little dusty uterus <laughs> here. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Granny Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. oh, right, Tom, that's interesting. So you won't have any first. No, but it's good. It's good to it. know that I've got anxieties coming down the track that I never knew existed. I didn't even <laughs> know that was a thing. Yeah. Well, I think inf- <laughs> information is power. So, Lindsay and I were very, very much like before you even get pregnant. Let's make sure we know what our insecurities are. So we were really good on stuff, stuff like that. And it, a lot of relationships go wrong in that first year, and the, the heartless Neanderthal man runs off, abandoning his newborn baby. Whereas the situation is, yes, there are a lot of assholes that run off in the first year of their baby being born, but. There are also a lot of more complex situations with nuance that don't get analysed because mm-hmm. men don't feel like they have the right to say, oh my God, I'm feeling a bit needy because they're going to get like a Bruce Lee punch to the face from the woman who's just been stitched up <laughs> from her fanny to her bum. It's like, do you feel needy? <laughs> do you? Do you want to pick up your teeth on the way out the door, you fucking cock? But it doesn't, it doesn't make, it doesn't, like I keep saying, it doesn't take away the feelings. Of jealousy, yeah. I, I don't. I, I, I would choose not me. I didn't go through this particular one, but a man would choose not to have those. Of course, he would do. He could push a button. He would choose not to have them, but he is having them, and I think it's quite rational. Does that make mm. me sound a bit old-fashioned, Tom? I think it's fair. It's really difficult because I because I've not gone, gone through it, but like speaking what? about jealousy, like thinking about work jealousy and being jealous of my my other half, being to other blokes that's that's you know that's one thing but then to be jealous of your own child seems like a level below that I, that would be really hard to deal with and i i don't know like maybe you do have to try and get over that a little bit and realize that right now you're not the center of the world and that your child needs a lot more attention than you need yeah. and personally i think i'd be fine with it because i don't mind doing my own thing like i feel like i am my own best entertainment so you know you go and do that i'll just go and chill over here i'm having a right laugh with a beer do you know what i mean but then i've not but i've not i've i've not gone through it and <laughs> i'm essentially an incredibly approach, incredibly <laughs> needy individual so i feel like it would hit me hard yeah. yeah i think it's like a communication thing though like if you as a man are open enough to admit that and then the last can be like look, I get that you feel like that, but you've got no need to feel like this because X, Y, and Z, then Shirley can be like, oh, wrapped up in a little bow. Like, there we go. 
she respects that I feel like this, but I don't need to feel like this. Off we pop. But I feel like because people don't talk or because women sometimes shut men down, like, for admitting how they feel, like, how dare you feel like this? And I just let yeah. someone be open and be fucking rational about it and respect where they're coming from rather than... Well, I suppose they're probably quite hormonal if they've just had a baby so far. They might and I think angry, people need yeah. to learn how to deal with their, <laughs> yeah. with their thing as well. Like, as you say, just be, I think what people find difficult, and I've always found difficult, is just because I know I shouldn't feel that way, that does not mean I'm not going to feel that way. And mm-hmm. even when I've recognised that I shouldn't feel that yeah. way... I still feel that way. So, like, I think it's learning how to deal with that. And, you know, for me, it's just like, if I'm annoyed, I'm just going to go out the house for an hour. I'm going to go for a walk. And then I'm going to come back. And all of a sudden, everything feels so trivial and so ridiculous. And we're back to normal. And I think it's just learning with how you deal with those emotions will help as well. Not just recognizing that you have them because that won't make them go away, but then learning how to try and shimmy them out the door. So we're going to finish on that wonderful note. Please look for all new Boys Don't Cry wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a review leave a like uh, and of course please subscribe uh, we'll be back for more next time but please don't listen to any other podcast because I get really jealous and I'll smash up the lounge bye normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.